This episode is not sponsored, but we encourage you to help support the small businesses, charities and organisations that we mention. Hello everyone, welcome back to our circle. I'm Jess. I'm Rhiannon. And today's episode, we are talking about birth control so yeah birth control um so apparently a third of women in the uk have said that their access to contraception has gotten harder during the pandemic interesting a third very interesting a third yes quite a significant Uh, fraction there it is quite a lot i don't know about you but there's definitely been on my social media a few uh, announcements of um, babies on their way pandemic babies oh yeah um, <laughs> but birth control I mean I know it's called birth control but that's not the only reason I guess people will take the pill for example mm-hmm. there are other reasons like regulating periods apparently it's supposed to make your periods less painful um, it reduces hormonal acne in some people reduces the risk of uterine cancer um, ovarian cysts people who have yeah I, I know, know very interesting that. that's actually a personal experience of mine that I can talk about later on which I thought was a reason it was caused by taking the pill but we'll talk about that afterwards relieving PMS symptoms managing endometriosis helping menstrual migraines really period related then isn't it yeah it is actually yeah some people just want to bleed on their own terms they want to know when they want to bleed and also it reduces the risk of anemia apparently also oh that makes a lot of sense yeah so there's like different types of pills pills isn't there there's one where you have your seven days off or there's one that you take all month round yeah did you what? know when you're on the pill though it's not a real period I didn't know this until mm. later on like, yeah it's a hormonal bleed isn't it yeah it's like a fake one so yeah so I was always like I definitely want to have that week off when I started yeah. taking the pill because I was like oh I still want to get my periods so that I know that I'm not pregnant or yeah or whatever but I mean it's I guess that's not really an indication of of <laughs> that's not really your period is it yeah so yeah my my personal experience is that I have taken the pill on and off I've tried it so many times. That's been for contraception reasons. Have you taken it um, like several types of pills as well or just the same one? Yeah. Yeah. So I have taken um, the combination pill, Mm -hmm. which I believe is, what is it? Estrogen and progesterone. I don't actually know if I'm being honest. I just know the name of the one that I took when I took it. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, it was, I think it's those. I think I've tried that one before. (laughs) Yeah. Or there's the project, the mini pill, they call it. So it's the progesterone only pill. Okay. Um, So I've tried that as well. Personal experience. I only took it to prevent getting pregnant, but I didn't enjoy my experience on it. I felt extremely anxious. Yeah. Uh, my moods were down. From the list I read out earlier of the supposed like things that it helps with, the hormonal acne, that was something that actually got worse for me when taking the pill. It did not clear my skin up. I, I do know of people who have had their skin clear up because they've taken it, but mad, personally... It's yeah, I don't know how it works. I mean, it shows how different everyone is. Everyone's body reacts to things differently. But it is crazy that what one person could be using that medication for, it can cause that for someone else. Yeah, and exactly. Um, I also briefly touched on, we said about the ovarian cysts. So um, a few years ago, I had a cyst on one of my ovaries and I had to have my ovary removed because it just stopped 
ovary from functioning Mm. and this wasn't actually diagnosed by the doctor but I felt at that time I was in um, uni I was extremely anxious I'd Mm. had a really bad sort of few months at the time and I would say that I had this gut feeling that taking the pill really didn't help me I think for the anxiety but also I think with the cysts as well because I'd never had that problem before but again I'm not a doctor so I don't know how did you know that you had the cyst? I don't even remember this. Like, as in, I remember obviously you telling us that you had it and everything that was going on, but I don't remember you feeling something or finding something. Like, how did that happen? Yeah, I felt a lump. Oh, so okay. I, I don't even know how, but I was just kind of feeling around the bottom of my stomach mm. and I just felt this lump and I was like, mm, that's weird. And then I, I was going to the doctor about something else I think it was literally just I was ill from something mm. and I just mentioned it like out of the blue I was just like yeah I've felt this little lump I'm sure it's nothing but thought I'd mention it and then they sort of felt around and I think because it was quite in a quite a strange place it was quite high up right. they were like oh it could be something just on your abs and it might just be something that goes down but we'll book you in for a scan just in case. And yeah, and it grew quite rapidly in a short period of time. Mm. So I went back to the doctor and said, look, it's got bigger. And they sort of sped up the scan process. And then, yeah, I found out it basically had taken over my ovary. And it turned out, actually, it was my right ovary had come all the way behind my uterus and was on the left side. Oh, my God. So my two ovaries were on the same side. I didn't know that. And they, and they didn't know that until they operated. I think that was... Oh, no, they didn't know which ovary it was until oh they gosh. operated because they were both on the same side. But mm. but I, luckily it was fine. It was all mm. benign. But obviously at the time it was quite quite daunting because didn't know the seriousness of it and I guess it all happened in such a short period of time but I'm pretty sure after that I came off the pill um and that was just a personal choice so I was like I have this weird feeling that that's not good for me so I'm just gonna stop mm. but I guess from going into like a new relationship or from going from being act sexually active to not I would stop taking it and then take it again almost like as and when I needed it I didn't like the idea of having to take it for years and years and years because I just thought that seems really unnatural to me I didn't want to somehow muck up my natural cycle and I think I already had it in my head that I was going to struggle with fertility anyway because of the ovary situation Mm. so I was like right I don't want to do anything to harm that and I I always felt so anxious whenever I took it I was just like something doesn't feel right I always Mm. had this like weird like jittery feeling in the pit of my stomach Mm. what's your experience of taking it so I started pill when I was 15, I think. I, well, maybe I was six. No, I think I was 15. I was taking it because I needed something to help my periods. I get really, really bad periods where I'm in a lot of pain. That's still to this day, isn't it? Yeah. So it yeah, started yeah. when, yeah. Yeah, I still have really bad periods, but I would rather physical pain than mental pain. <laughs> yeah, when I was younger though, I feel like they were kind of worse in some ways because I would either throw up or like pass out or feel like I was about to pass out. And so I went on the pill and it, regulated the periods like obviously completely and it brought the pain levels down so much I couldn't believe it so that was great I then obviously started using it as contraception which was good like obviously it did its job and stuff but I think at that point in my life I was not I probably shouldn't have been sexually active I just don't think looking back I don't think I was ready for it so 
my -hmm. whole sort of mentality back then was just horrific and I do think a lot of it is to do with the pill as well I just think my mentality Mm -hmm. back then was just awful I was so anxious I was making decisions that just weren't they weren't the the greatest because I was in a relationship from 14 to 17 that just wasn't great for me and so I don't think that helped at all and then I went straight into another relationship from 17 to 20 and so that most of that time I stayed on the pill but because my anxiety had got so horrific and I just wanted everything like you said to make your body feel natural to get Mm. anything that could be potentially sort of fucking up my brain I wanted it out so um to cleanse yeah I wanted a complete detox and my boyfriend at the time wanted the same for me he was like I do not mind like get off the pill like we can use other stuff that's absolutely fine um Mm. I just want you to feel you again or like good and Mm. so that was pretty much the last time I really took it I've taken it for like vacations like that's more being an adult trying to be safe (laughs) like making sure I'm covered it's not really coming from a oh what if I have a period out there I I couldn't care less if I have a period I'm more like no I just want to make sure I'm safe in case the occasion yeah just just in case yeah (laughs) at the same time quite on the fence about it just from a personal point of view I think Mm. for other people could not support it more if that's your only way of like being safe with sex go for it if it helps with your periods great if you're awful at remembering when your periods are it's great for regulating them I also can't remember but I feel like when I was in secondary school when everyone started going on the pill it had like we were saying weird effects on everyone so some girls boobs started like swelling up and like they would be like oh I've got boobs now thanks to the pill some of them I feel like I don't remember getting physical side effects I don't remember gaining weight I don't remember losing weight I don't remember boobs growing like shrinking or anything but everyone around me they were just fluctuating in all different ways I was like wow what is (laughs) happening to everyone (laughs) so and obviously I clearly didn't recognize that mine wasn't a physical thing it was completely mental so everyone's changing here whereas my brain is just going oh my god and I just think yeah so um Mm. yeah so for me my experience was quite it was negative as a as a teenager let's say but as an adult I can appreciate its use in the same way that you previously said like you would use it when you needed it so I I think I'm comfortable with it like that if I was in a relationship I don't know if that's something I would use right that leads me into I guess the next section that I was going to talk about (laughs) classes have come on (laughs) yes (laughs) which was the coil okay um I'm quite open so, to that. So, see, I was open to the idea because there are, I think, two different types, yeah. one which is hormonal and yeah. one which is copper. So copper is supposed to kill the sperm, right, before it reaches where any... So- Sorry, that's a bit, whoa, brutal, but... <laughs> sound quite much, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's just what it yeah, does. No, 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 um, and I think that to me that appealed to me because of the lack of hormones I was like okay that won't hopefully wouldn't affect my brain um and also it's a bit more like located where the area rather than you're taking it in here and then it has to get all the way down it's like no no no. we've put like the best soldier guarding the kingdom sort of yeah But then in my head, you know, I know this sounds bad, and obviously I clearly do not understand the medical part of it all. But in my head, I'm like, so is it like a sword that's just chopping these sperms up? So one sperm could suddenly get into my egg, and it could like have half of its leg missing. Like, is that what's going to (laughs) happen? Like, I don't quite understand it. I'm hoping what it means is that it just can't even get past it. Okay. So it's almost like because I'm pretty sure it looks like a fish hook type. Yeah, it does. It's like a little. like a, it's like a yeah I swear it looks a bit like, like your 
like where your ovaries are and stuff it's like a mini uterus thing isn't it yeah I've never I've never actually had it put in and I feel like it's really recommended to people who have had children and are slightly older I think oh really I think so I've had quite a few friends previous like co-workers who have had it put in Mm -hmm. and have said it's so painful yeah and said it's such a negative experience with putting it in but also a lot of people I know have had their bodies like rejecting it so it wouldn't oh. it wouldn't settle in them they would bleed they would be yeah. really I've heard that oh. one where you just like bleed non-stop like for quite a long time because your mm. body's trying to get used to it that I'm not really down for no <laughs> like, I just don't really like the idea of just bleeding constantly for a long time but then I've also heard that with IUDs you know like the one the is that the same thing IUD where yeah, it's the implant, your arm, yeah. implant yeah yeah I I don't I'm not cool with that one no but the I guess one of the plus sides to the coil though is that it's in you don't have to think about it that's kind of all there all going to manage itself and also I think some of them last up to something like 10-15 years so I don't know how I feel about that either mm, well this is this is what I mean I guess it all depends on the person but yeah someone might I personally that. like being yeah I personally like being in control so I, I yes, like to be like taking the pill because I was like but I can stop this whenever I want same that's exactly how I felt yeah but when, when, whereas if you've got something like a coil in you you literally have to get it removed kind of surgically almost and I no thank you that's not something I really want to do but who knows in the future I might get it like after yeah maybe I feel like the main contraceptive things that people are told about or well, women are told about I guess is the pill the coil and an IUD pretty much um mm. I know that there's the shot that you get like yeah once every six months is it I think it's three. Oh, okay I think I don't know how I feel about that for me um yeah guess, again it's like a lack of control thing yeah think, for me yeah. I need to know that I've I, I think you and I are quite similar in that we like to keep our bodies as natural as possible like the only stuff we're putting into there is really I, I mean maybe you might disagree but I think the only thing I really put into my body is pa- uh, pain relief if I really need it mm. um, yeah I agree I try not to do that the only time really where I've been sort of popping them like crazy was when I did my ribs a couple of months ago because I've never yeah. been in so much pain in my life I was just like give me everything so I mean that's saying a lot because I I mean I've known you for so long and I know that yeah. you really don't want to take pain relief unless you really have to yeah I'm just sort of quite paranoid about medicine not that I don't trust it I think I over trust it I like having control I like having control of what is going into my body with medicine and stuff so I think for me birth control has to be something I can control or or feel I don't know comforted by the fact that like it is definitely working it won't screw me up I guess if I'm not completely in control mm. or you can stop if you feel like it's not working for you yeah. you can just be like okay this isn't for me I'm gonna stop today yeah exactly. and then yeah yeah but then surprisingly, um, there's quite a few other ones aren't there and you've tried them yeah so I've tried one called the vaginal ring and you've never heard can... of this until you it, it, I think it's fairly new I think it's fairly new um because I went to the doctor and I said look the pill's not working for me I've tried it f- multiple times over the years what else have you got basically and they gave me all those options that we've spoken about but I just was like oh it's still still so many hormones it's just in different forms isn't it so I'm like yeah. well you know you can inject me but that's still three months of hormones and again the control thing so they suggested the vaginal ring I said this is quite new but we've heard good things so Mm -hmm. give it a go and -hmm. again I was like okay that's something that I can put in and out whenever I want and again it's located it's 
yes right in source. that area yeah at the source the, <laughs> those soldiers <laughs> um so basically the only way I can describe what it looks like is if you ever went to like a foam party or something when you were younger <laughs> and you used to get those like uh what are they called like not led but like um, yeah the glow sticks glow sticks it's literally a glow stick uh like a a bracelet glow stick yeah and you kind of I'm pretty sure you crack it as well like you would do that's hysterical you (laughs) keep it in the fridge which is so weird to me like amongst your groceries you've got this ring it stays inside you for 21 days oh I didn't know of the month yeah so you take it out for uh yeah the last week but I don't know I can't remember now if you use the same one I think you use a different one after that yeah and it's 99% effective so wow good high rates yeah is it um hormone based or no yeah it's hormones but apparently it's quite a, a low dose of it and that's why I was happy to try it does it affect you differently if you're like sorry for everyone who's finding our our terminology ridiculous but if it's at the source like if it's in you know the kingdom Mm. (laughs) like (laughs) and it's doing its job there does the hormones then affect the rest of your body or no I don't understand how hormones work if I'm being honest surely because it's going into your bloodstream so you'd probably think because that's circulating your body surely it would still affect the rest of your body but I don't know in my head I was just like right it's right there hopefully it won't make its way to my head that doesn't make sense (laughs) yeah that's kind of how I feel about anything hormonal I'm like look if it just get it to here I'm I'm pointing to like my neck for anyone who's not watching like if it can just like get here and down that's fine if it gets above I'm we're not in a safe zone yeah and I I remember being like this sounds really taken over I was concerned about the physical side of it as in first of all putting it in I was like whoa how's this work but all you do is like squeeze it together and get it up there it's absolutely fine but it's still you can still kind of feel it but you have to push it up like far far enough so that was a bit weird but I used to wear tampons um, so it's fine I feel like a lot of women um are also affected about taking contraception based on how they um manage their periods so I feel like women who only use um pads like sanitary towels they're not going to feel too comfortable about anything that's invasive because they're not used to doing that to their body Mm. whereas Mm. I think people who are comfortable with like for example I use a menstrual cup so I'm used to like (laughs) getting up in there that doesn't really affect me at all um Mm. because it's for me I just feel safer with it and I feel like I've been using it for like three years now and I just feel way more comfortable with it so I feel like those things don't affect me so therefore my decision I'm not as I'm also someone who's quite um not like open with my body but you know I mean I'm I'm like if you need to do something to help me do it like whatever so like you know like um they called pap smears smear tests and stuff couldn't care less do what you've got to do yeah I totally agree yeah if you're going to take pain away you're going to help me out yeah get up in there yeah. That's fine. <laughs> um yeah I was kind of also worried about like when I was active mm. when I had the ring in would my partner be able to feel it yeah I don't <laughs> quite understand like is it really far up that they can't feel it or does it go like around it because it's a circle so like uh yeah that's what I was wondering but then I was like how would you get it out again if it kind of popped up and opened up quite far up do you know what I mean You'd have to really like go up and yeah. Really sorry for people watching this who do. <laughs> Maybe I should put a disclaimer at the front of this. Yeah. So, anyways, I was on that for a bit, but then I just found it a bit uncomfortable and just weird, and I oh, was just you? like, 
meh, just didn't really want to do that. And then I got pregnant, so. <laughs> so yeah, great. <laughs> God, that's so funny. I didn't realize that was how quick it all happened. <laughs> I think it was soon after I stopped taking yeah. that. But to be fair, it wasn't all, it wasn't all not planned. To be no, no. Actually, sort of, sorry, going backing, backtracking a little bit. Um, how I was saying how women manage their their periods I think comes into it but I also think their living situation so when you were on um what's it I was about to call it the circle this is our circle (laughs) (laughs) the vaginal ring vaginal ring you were living with your parents and you said that that was quite like uncomfortable having to put birth control in a fridge that's like a communal fridge like between yeah I think birth control is also going to affect probably for, for at least young girls as well um mm. who are you know maybe starting to take the pill and then they don't really want I'm not trying to promote everyone having you know sex when they're 16 and young and stuff but you know a lot of kids are or do mm. and it's not something that they're disclosing with their parents and they're trying to still be safe by taking the pill mm. like going to health clinics and stuff and getting it there but it's sort of like where do you sort of store certain things if you need to use them yeah definitely I think um in some ways the pill is quite discreet you can just put it in your the mm. pocket of your bag um you can put a reminder on your phone to take it every day yeah and I guess maybe that's another reason for young people to get uh what's it IED thing that you yeah. said the implant um it's not visible so and they don't yeah. have to think about it they don't have to worry about their mum finding a packet somewhere or anything like that so mm. yeah so that that brings me on to the a kind of last version I don't think doctors would say this is a foolproof contraceptive method Mm -hmm. but I just was reading about it online the fertility awareness method so that is a a method where you track your ovulation period Mm -hmm. or you track your whole 28 days or your cycle and the days that you are ovulating you abstain from having sex basically or you um, use condom or whatever so that's not recommended so this is probably the most like natural way mm-hmm. it's not recommended for teens because when you're a teenager your cycles aren't as regular they still haven't got into that kind of rhythm yet also aren't um, you like crazy fertile as well then probably mm. the younger the younger you are the more fertile aren't you yeah I guess it's quite hard to determine its effectiveness I personally wouldn't swear by this just because I think you can probably you can get pregnant like any time of the month probably so I would definitely recommend maybe using something else but a lot of women do do this and I swear if children if um women are trying to get pregnant don't some of them like take their temperature and stuff like that in different times they they get real intense I think with certain stuff I understand (laughs) it like if someone's you know really desperate to get knocked up but I think yeah for me I'm very much like I'm not someone who would want to stress my body out thinking about stuff because then in my head I'm like I'm preventing it from happening so I just think you know whenever it happens yeah I just want to put a disclaimer out there by the way we are not professionals this is all personal personal experience just our own decisions so if anyone decides that the pill is great for them more power to you go for it whatever works for you and your body this is just personal experience the pill has not made me feel good made me feel my best self mental health for me is up there it's such a priority for me Same. it's something that I've personally struggled with in the past few years and it's something that I'm always out to make sure that everything is okay mm-hmm. I don't want to put that in jeopardy 
by taking something when there is an alternative potentially yeah we're definitely not trying to put anyone off taking birth control no like we're not trying to put you off it because it is a great thing and obviously we're not trying to encourage any teen pregnancies out there no and although the stats about the pandemic we are so fortunate in this country Mm. to have free birth control which is accessible it's amazing really if you think about it and you look at other countries like we're so so fortunate this brings me to the charity that I wanted to talk about today which is called Chase Africa and they are a charity that work in Kenya and Uganda and they have found that a fifth of women in those two countries and I think in the majority of Africa can't access birth control which is quite a scary number and has so many implications for young women who are then getting pregnant that means they have to leave school and there's a rise in poverty there's so many implications of it this charity have also found that since March 2020 there's been an increase of 44% of unplanned pregnancies in Kenya from the timing of it I would say that's probably down to the pandemic and probably people struggling to get birth control to access it to think that they can get it safely Mm. due to the fear of getting ill or maybe there's just a reduction in service because people are getting ill or you know maybe companies aren't I haven't Mm. got enough money. So if anyone is able to make a one-off donation, or again, they have all these charities have a program where you can donate money every month, go and check out their website. And um, if you can donate, because we are so fortunate in this country, although we've had our own issues since the pandemic, the fact that we can still access it fairly easily from clinics or from our doctors and that it's free is amazing. So let's help out women in other countries that are less fortunate than us. Yes, completely agree. I think it's a great cause. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode and tune in for our next one. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and subscribed on YouTube. YouTube. And we'll see you for our next episode. Bye.